How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came on with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post-game show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Number 60 in the bank for the Milwaukee Bucks as they get a one 15 to 107 victory over the Atlanta Hawks down at Five Serve Forum tonight. Welcome in everybody. It is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show presented by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. I'm Mayor Mitch and for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer tonight. Sam Schmitz on the side of the glass as well as intern Andrew Duck Dynasty, I believe they are calling him around these parts. What a just. It's great to get 60 wins. I'll say that. It's it's absolutely awesome. But this game was very sloppy and definitely dragged on on the end there. And thank God the Bucks found the three-point stroke there with a couple of minutes to go. Otherwise, we could have been talking about a much different outcome here, a disastrous outcome as the Hawks tonight without John Collins or Trey Young. Dwayne Dedman also out, I think, for the rest of the season. Only a couple of games left. The Bucs let the Hawks hang around pretty much the entire game, but that was mainly due to the fact that the Bucs could not hit a three, and Atlanta was hitting them. Alex Len, my goodness. 33 points for him, I do believe. That is a career high for Alex Len, so not necessarily something you'd like, you know, heading into the, to the rest of the season. Uh, just, to, just now one game left after the after the Bucs get the win, number 60 on the season, 60-21. and 21. 32 and 7 bouncing back after the loss yesterday at home. Now 32 and 7 at Five Serve Forum. The first year in a brand new building could not have gone any better as the Bucks get a 115-107 victory here tonight. Well, coming up in the show, we'll be hearing from head coach Mike Budenholzer and his who has gotten the team to 60 wins. And it came against his former team, the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks got to be a little bit motivated, I think, to face him every now and then. That could have been part of the reason they refused uh, to go away, even with their, as our uh, Milwaukee basketball insider Matt Velasquez called them, the Zombie Hawks. Um, Vince Carter out there at ripe old age of about 42. One for 10 <laughs> for Vince tonight. Um, yeah, banged up Hawks. Bucks playing pretty much everybody. And uh, certainly Giannis on a little bit of a minutes restriction. I thought that was handled about as well as you uh, – as, as you could expect, um, 
25 minutes, probably a little bit more than they wanted to, to go with him. It seemed like, you know, he played 10 in the first half. You thought maybe 10 more in the second half. He ended up playing uh, 15 uh, in the second half for a total of 25 minutes. But 30 points and another MVP-type performance, 30 points in 25 minutes for the Greek Freak. Let's take a closer look at the box score. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Time now to go inside the box score here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show after a 115-107 Bucks win down at Pfizer Forum. Giannis Dedekumbo, again, 25 minutes tonight. 30 points on 10 of 15, shooting 2 of 5 from beyond the three-point line and 8 of 12 from the free throw line. One critical three there to kind of put the game out of reach for the Atlanta Hawks there late in the game. Nine rebounds for the Greek Freak, three of them offensive, three assists, a steal, three blocks. Again, the block party for the Bucks with 10 blocks on the night as a team. The block party was in session tonight. Just one turnover for Giannis. He's really done a great job of cleaning up the turnovers. Chris Middleton, 25 minutes for Chris Middleton as well. 8 of 19 from the floor, 2 of 8 from 3, and again saves face at the end with a couple of threes that were also equally as big as Giannis's. Uh, 3 for 3 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, a block, and no turnovers tonight for Chris Middleton. That's 21 points for Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez struggled from 3 as well, 0 of 5 from beyond the arc, but 3 of 9 from the floor in 24 minutes, 8 points, Two of two from the line, seven boards, an assist, and four blocks, all of which I believe came in the first quarter. You'll be hearing uh, from one of those coming up here in a moment uh, from from Splash Mountain. Again, just eight points for him tonight. Eric Bledsoe, 24 minutes as well. Four of ten from the floor, 0 of five from three. The Bucks were horrible from uh, the three-point line, if you haven't noticed by now. Did not shoot a free throw today, did Eric Bledsoe. That's kind of bizarre. Five rebounds, five assists, two steals. And a turnover for Eric Bledsoe. Sterling Brown, the fifth and final starter. 27 minutes, 3 of 8, 0 of 1 from 3, 4 of 4 from the line, 6 boards. And that's about it. One more, one turnover and 10 points for Sterling Brown. DJ Wilson off the bench, 23 minutes, 3 of 4 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 7 boards, a block, 2 turnovers. That's 10 points for DJ Wilson. Bonzi Colson saw 4 minutes. He took one shot. It was a 3. He did not make it. He had a rebound and a steal as well. Ersan Ilyasova, 18 minutes, 0 of 5 from the field, 0 of 2 from beyond the arc, 3 of 4 from the line, 4 boards, 1 assist, 4 fouls, and a turnover. 3 points for Ersan Ilyasova. Tim Frazier made 4 shots tonight as a Milwaukee Buck, 4 of 6 in 24 minutes, 0 of 1 from beyond the 3-point line, did not take a free throw, 7 rebounds for little Tim Frazier, 1 assist, 2 steals, couple of turnovers for Frazier. George Hill, 21 minutes tonight, 9 points. 2 of 8 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 turnovers uh, for George Hill. Pat Connaughton sprained his ankle. I don't know if it's a sprain, but he definitely rolled it, tweaked it, whatever you want to call it, left the game in that second quarter, did come back in and play down the stretch for the Bucks. 24 minutes for him, 3 of 6 from the floor, 2 of 5 from beyond the 3-point line, uh, 8 points for Pat Connaughton. Three assists and four boards. Bucks shoot nine of 41 from beyond the arc tonight. 22%. That is not great. I think that snaps a streak of 23 consecutive games, I want to say, 
with double-digit threes, just nine tonight. Three big ones late. Otherwise, they uh, that would have been even worse. So they shoot 44% overall from the floor, 26 of 34 from the free throw line for 76%. Bucks get 62 rebounds to the Hawks, 48. Hawks shoot 17 of 45 from beyond the three-point line, which is, I believe is a big reason why they were able to keep this one so close there. You know, their ability to make and take three-pointers as opposed to the Bucks. They were obviously plus eight in the three-point category. Now, the Bucks hold the Hawks to just under – it was under 27% in the first quarter in much of the game, I think. The Hawks kind of catch fire there in the second half, outscore the Bucks 35-30 to in that fourth quarter. So, Bucks win 60th game of the season against 60-21 and 21 on the year. They play Oklahoma City on Wednesday night at Pfizer Reform. The Bucks end the year with three – home games and they'll begin the playoffs already next weekend which is hard to believe we have just one game left in this 2018-19 season that's been nothing short of magical uh you know really couldn't can't have gone couldn't have gone better and you really hate to see it come to an end but it's time to move on to the postseason as we uh as we uh wind down the season here again just one game left bucks 60 and 21 after a 115-107 victory tonight i want to ask you guys 414-799-1250 what 60 wins means to you, um, if it was something that was really something you wanted to see, you were hanging your hat on it, it wasn't that big of a deal, you know, did you think the Bucks would ever get 60 wins again, or at what point this year did you realize they could get 60? Anything's really on the table revolving around the Bucks getting their 60th victory of the season. We're going to head out to you guys right away at 414-799-1250. We'll head way up north to Ashland and check in with uh, Tony, Tony, you're up first on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes post-game show. Mayor Mitch in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up, man? Hey, hey, how's it going? Good, good. Good. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's great seeing them win 60. You know, I've been a Bucks fan ever since the 70s and the 80s, you know. But what's been discouraging was just a sloppy, out-of-sync defense, and they just seem flat-footed. I mean, every time I'd see Irasova, Ilya Sova played defense. He hurt my eyes. I just like, it, you know, and that really concerns me because I'm really hoping once the playoffs start that this team gets in sync because if they can't get in sync and, and get it together defensively, I don't see them making a long run in the playoffs because without Giannis tonight, they would have lost that game. Yeah, mo- most likely. I, I would I tend to tend to agree. Thanks for the call, Tony. Defensively, I heard him say in the broadcast tonight that yesterday's game was their worst defensive rating or defensive net rating uh, of the season by quite a quite a bit of margin, by like five points or something, which is not not a trend you'd like to see develop. I guess I will agree with Tony that the, the defense has been a little bit lackluster of late, but I just I'm not too worried about the defense. The Bucks are. You know the number one defense in the league in terms of field goal percentage. So they they make teams take tough shots. They try to you know obviously the game plan on defense is to funnel people into Brook Lopez, which is why you saw him have four blocks, all of them coming early tonight. But you know you're 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 asking teams to to make contested and contested runners and floaters and stuff like that. And for the most part, it tends to work. And I think you know there are times where you know the Bucks do struggle to defend the three. You kind of saw that a little bit tonight. The Hawks shoot 38% from three, which is not great. I mean, considering they didn't have Trey Young or John Collins and, and guys like that. So a depleted Hawks team. Alex Len, as you mentioned, 13 of 23 from the floor. 
33 points. He was he was tough tough to contain. Brooke Lopez really couldn't stay in front of him. But again, overall on on defense, I'm not really that concerned just because I think that when the Bucks the Bucks switch that they have that they can turn on comes at the defensive end and I feel like when they need to 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 get that dig deep and get that extra that extra gear on defense, they have been able to certainly uh get that um most nights I would say. And uh again, to give up 107 really isn't that bad. I know the Hawks again weren't without a couple of players and they're really trying you got to believe the organization didn't want them to win this game just because they've already stole a couple um, games from some playoff teams here of late. They beat Philly a couple of times. They beat the Bucks last weekend. I mean, they, they've got to get as many lottery balls as they can, so they succeed in that tonight with a 115-107 loss to your Milwaukee Bucks. Tonight, Bucks win number 60. Like to hear from you guys, 414-799-1250. Mayor Mitchin for Steve Sparky. Five for tonight. What 60 wins means means to you. The Bucks have not won 60 games since the 1980-1981 season. Um, I should have asked Tony. He said he's been a Bucks fan his you know his whole life, 70s and 80s. That's before my time, 1981. So I would like to know some of the similarities, maybe to, to the two teams. Uh, if you go down the roster of the 80-81 team, you have Sidney Moncrief, newly inducted Hall of Famer, Marcus Johnson, of course, on the call. Uh, ton- uh, tonight he was 24 years old that season. Sidney was 23. Uh, Junior Bridgman is another guy. Brian Winters, so yeah, some, some some good names. Len Elmore, he's on TV, I think. He's a, he's a NCAA announcer, so I know who that is. But yeah, a lot of these guys way before my time. So I'd be curious to see if you know maybe a comparison. Obviously, I don't think anyone compares to a Giannis Adetokounmpo, but um, Marcus Johnson seemed to be. Uh, people tell me he was pretty good for sure, and he's obviously got his numbers up or his number up in the rafters at Pfizer Forum now. And rightfully so. Before we hit a break, let's go to the defensive play of the game. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Time now for your defensive play of the game. Brought to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza here on the Pick and Say Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Defensive play of the game. We're going to have to go with Brooke Lopez. Four blocks in the first quarter. A couple of them came in a frantic, chaotic, yet amazing sequence. Ending with a Sterling Brown finish before a, a Hawks timeout. Brook is just covering the cup. Two consecutive blocks on Sterling Brown. What a difference a day makes. What a difference Giannis makes. What a difference 80% of your starting lineup makes. That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, Jim Paschke, Marcus Johnson on the call. Listen to that Pfizer Forum crowd in a completely meaningless game. Crowd getting into it, getting ready for that playoff push. Playoffs begin right away next weekend. We do not know the schedule or anything yet. We don't know if the Bucks play Saturday or Sunday, but it will most likely be one of those days. And we do know that it will be at Pfizer Forum for each and every round of the NBA playoffs. The Bucks clinch that on Thursday night, and they get 60 tonight with a win over the Atlanta Hawks, 105-107. Excuse me, 115 to 107. Giannis, your leading scorer as usual, another MVP-type performance. We're going to hit a quick break here on the other side. We will go 
Well, well, certainly at some point in the show, we'll be hearing from Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer. We'll also go inside the locker room. We'll also hopefully hear from our WSSP Milwaukee basketball insider Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, as well as you guys at 414-799-1250. Bucks win 115-107. More next on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. Bucks get win number 60 with a 115-107 final over the Atlanta Hawks in the second-to-last game of the season. They're 60 and 21 on the year. Hawks go to 29 and 52 on the season. So a season to forget for the Hawks, but I guess we knew that they would be in this position, especially after Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer uh, bolted from Atlanta to Milwaukee. And now they have to kind of start all the way back over again. Put a quick eye on the enemy, Alex Len, obviously the leading scorer for the Atlanta Hawks. He put together quite a uh, quite a resume tonight for his uh, offseason prospects as he, I believe, is a free agent to be in the offseason. He was 13 for 23 from the floor, 6 of 12 from beyond the three-point line. Couldn't make a free throw, though, just one of seven from the stripe. Eight rebounds, four assists, two blocks. A turnover, 33 points, still minus five on the day in the losing effort. Torian Prince, another one of the more, I guess, accomplished Atlanta Hawks. 27 minutes for him, four of 16 from the floor, just 10 points. Three boards, two assists for Torian Prince. Again, no Trey Young or John Collins tonight. The Bucks let the Hawks hang around for pretty much the entire game. I think the three-point discrepancy was really the big factor in that. Kevin Herter, 4 of 10 from the floor, 9 points. He looks pretty good, actually, as a rookie. And um, he was a guy I wouldn't have minded the Bucks drafting. Obviously, I'm perfectly fine with Dante DiVincenzo. But um, Herter seems to be a guy that's going to be a good three-point shooter, let's just say that, for, for, a, for a long time, I think, in this league. Off the bench, DeAndre Bem- Bembry, uh, Bucks had a tough time containing him, especially on some of those, some of those cuts to the basket late in the game. My goodness, he's wide open for for dunks there. Thirteen points for him, five of eleven from the floor, zero of one from beyond the three point line. Uh, eight rebounds and three assists for him. Bucks win one fifteen one hundred seven. They go to sixty and twenty one on the year. Asking you guys at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash 1057FM, the fan on Twitter at 1057FM, the fan. We've asked you guys, what does 60 wins mean to you? Um, I thought I personally, in the preseason, after seeing this, the new look system and everything from from Coach Budenholzer, who we'll hear from coming up uh, on the on the pro a little bit later on in the program, he'll have some thoughts, I'm sure, on the 60 wins. We'll see uh, what he thinks about it. We'll also hear from uh, our basketball insider Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel as well coming up later in the program. But I, I thought, you know, early in the preseason, just seeing how many threes the Bucks were going to take. You know, John Henson back in the day, you know, many moons ago when he was on the team, he was shooting and making threes. It's just they played a modern style, and I thought, you know, Giannis is going to be unstoppable. They're going to have shooters. The Bucks, remind you, couldn't couldn't miss in the preseason or the first couple of weeks of the season. So. Thing you know, the Bucks get off to a seven and zero start, and you're thinking right there, probably, geez, 
can they really do it? A 7-0 start, you know, it was the best start in 40 years that the Bucks had, and they had a little bit of a rocky patch there where they'd win one, lose one, win one, lose one, up and down, but got it, got the ship righted and, and cruised basically uh, a long way to now 60 victories, and I could, like I said, I could tell pretty early on this team was pretty special, and, and it's been a magical season. Just one game left now in the season as the Bucks uh, can probably. I know Oklahoma City is going to be playing for a lot, and on Wednesday, well, not a lot, just seeding in the playoffs. They had, they have clinched a playoff berth, but it's going to come down to them probably not wanting to face the Warriors right away in the first round. They don't, they want to avoid that that eight seed. The Thunder did win today in Minnesota, so uh, that that helps that, but. The Thunder are going to have something to play for, so I, I, I don't know if the Bucks are going to get to 61. Be nice, get off that round 60. Like to get over 60 if he could, but I just I don't think it's worth um, running Giannis out there. I don't even think they wanted to play him the 25 minutes they did tonight. I think they wanted to keep him somewhat loose, and that's kind of where I'm I'm perfectly happy with the way the coaching staff handled the rotations and everything today. Uh, again, they let they let the Hawks hang around a little bit longer than they probably wanted to. Uh, but 20, 25 minutes is, is just fine for those guys, I think, to stay game ready, so to speak, as we head into the uh, to the playoffs, which starts right away this weekend. We'll have to wait and see when the Bucks do play and who their opponent will be. Um, the Nets clinched a playoff berth today with a win in Indiana. After they beat the Bucks, they go to Milwaukee and Indiana and back-to-back and give victories to clinch a playoff berth. So they're the, they're the toast of the NBA tonight as they clinch a playoff berth, but other Potential opponents are Orlando, who are playing tonight. They are, it looks like they're going to beat Boston. They're up 114, 108 with 34 seconds left uh, in Boston. So Orlando should hang on there and they're going to move into a, uh, I think, sole possession of the, of the eight seed. A big NBA day today, by the way. There was 14 games, I think it was. Orlando would be 41 and 40. Orlando did win tonight. They, they held on. So they're 41 and 40. I had to refresh my internet browser there. So Orlando, 41-40, and 40, they have moved into a tie for sixth with Brooklyn. I'm assuming Brooklyn has the tiebreaker there. So uh, Detroit is, sits in the eighth spot right now, so we will have to see. Detroit lost to Charlotte today. Uh, Miami lost to Toronto, so Miami is pretty far there. Yeah, they're, yep, they are just a game behind Detroit for the eighth seed, but uh, Miami has definitely been struggling. They've lost four straight, so... We'll have to wait and see who the Bucks play coming up next weekend. Asking you guys at 414-799-1250 what 60 wins means to you. We'll head out to Mike on the south side. Mike, welcome to the fan. What are your thoughts on the 60th victory? Hey, guys. I watched every game, all 60, tip to finish. Uh, so you're saying they're going to have 10 days of rest? No. they The Bucks? They, yeah. They would... Well, if they don't play anyone Wednesday, it would be... Well, I, I don't need to see him play the worst-dressed man in the league. Yeah. I, I freeze the Greekazoid and Carbonite, and then I defreeze them next Thursday. And uh, this Miratek and Gasol, so I think we're going to be looking at uh, Ilisova and that other, uh, I forget his name, the Taser guy. Uh, Tim Frazier? No, no, no. Uh, the guy that got Oh, Jesus. Sterling Brown. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Sparky was all over uh, Tony Snell, you know, playing a lot. Do you think those guys will be healthy? 
Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I, 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 they, I think they are perfectly healthy. Thanks for the call, Mike. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, those guys, everybody's pretty healthy outside of Miritich. We haven't heard anything. Hopefully, Matt Velasquez can give us some insight into Miritich or Snell. It's been really quiet with those guys. No, no question about it. Um, I would love to know when, because the Bucks have a, an ankle epidemic on this team. As Pat Connaughton, if you, in case you missed it, he's he rolled his ankle pretty good. He got stepped on by Vince Carter. And had to go to the locker room, but did return. So, again, the an- the ankle epidemic made its way to Pat Connaughton tonight. So, that's really the closest thing to an injury scare. But I would, yes, like to know what's going on with Miritich. He hasn't played since March 19th. He left that game. Um, and uh, it's been pretty quiet. They were pretty optimistic about him coming back. I thought, you know, it was a two to four weeks, and they, and they made it sound like it might be two weeks. Well, it's been about three now. So, uh and it's been pretty quiet. And again, no sense in really rushing him back for, for one game. I just would really hate to see him go 0 for 9 in that first playoff game or something. But who knows? He might not even play the first round. Who, who knows what they're going to do? If they do play Detroit, Detroit, they're 4-0 against the Pistons this year. Um, Blake Griffin's having a good season. But him and Giannis, Giannis wins that matchup 100 times out of 99. So uh, I'm not too worried about the Detroit Pistons. That would probably be an ideal, an ideal first-round opponent for your Milwaukee Bucks. Take another phone call. Jason on the east side. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Jason? 60 wins, buddy. Hello. Hey, Jason. Hello. Hey. Hey. You're on the air. Is there? <laughs> yeah, all right, great. I think that's it's it's fantastic that they won sixty games. It's you're 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 showing that you're one of the elite teams not only this year, but also one of the elite teams in franchise history. So I think comparing with that eighty eighty one team and then also the uh, I think the well, you did it before is so with the Oscar and uh, Green Days, so I, I just think that's awesome. And I think it's and correct me if I'm wrong though, but um, if they uh, it's this is actually I would say this is actually big, bigger than the division title because is let's say if or if Orlando um, won a division but they won one of the, the top eight teams, they wouldn't get into the playoffs, correct? Yeah, no, that's that's correct. They wouldn't. Uh, it doesn't matter. I know they changed that rule a few years ago where it used to be where the division winners had to be the top three seeds in the NBA, but they don't they don't right. do that anymore. So yeah, I mean they wouldn't. <laughs> it it would have been possible that they, but they've they've clinched a playoff berth I, berth I think with a victory. They beat Boston tonight, so they are they're in. So right. So um, it, so it just shows how much more the the seeding the top ones and and the victories are more important in this day because. NBA doesn't really put any value on, you know, division championships. I mean, I think the, I think you'll sell a lot more sixty win, sixty win T-shirts than, than Central Division championship shirts. Yeah, the last time and, the Bucks uh, won sixty was eighty eighty one. Do you remember that season? Because right. I don't. I do actually. I'm showing my age here. Yeah, <laughs> but, appreciate um, that. <laughs> yeah, but but they yeah, but they lost at Philadelphia in the first round. That was um, I think that was the first year they had Bob Lanier. Uh, Marcus and uh, Sydney Nicky Johnson were, were the forwards, and I think uh, uh, Brian Winters and Quinn were the um, guards. And uh, Sydney was just his, uh, I think it was his. He's a rookie. Uh, yep. Second, rookie may, or second year. Maybe like second, that. yeah. Yeah. Young but, they guy. Lost, but they lost in the first round of the playoffs to Philly because they Philly actually had 62 wins. And um, and then they lost. And then uh, I think that was the year of uh, Moses Malone versus uh, Boston in the uh, championship. So, but I mean, I think once. This is the first step, you know, of course, winning the first round. And then I just really want to say, I think the next step after that is to see this team win a seven-game series. And then I think that's when you know that they're 
they're ready, you right. know, and and, uh, and and just to show that they can close, because that's the hardest game to win is the seven game. I don't care if it's home or on the road, to put a team away that's hungry, especially a team like Boston or Philadelphia that was in close last year to be, um, you know, going to the finals, you know, and and uh, you know, you know, Boston. Wanted, I mean, Philadelphia wanting to accept what Jimmy Doyle and Tobias Harris going to the going to the Eastern Conference Finals because they feel they should go to the finals, I'm sure. Yeah. And Boston, too, wants to prove themselves in the playoffs. And, of course, Toronto has Kawhi, you know, that, you know, he's going to want to show how good he is. He doesn't need the other uh, person to be an impact player and to add a team to the championship. So, right. so it's it's not a, not a sure deal, but man, I'm going to enjoy the 60. I've, I've been, you know, we're, uh, you know, half-game season ticket holders, so we've been through the, 15 game seasons and yep. this is uh, sure nice. Yes sir, yes sir. No no question about. It. Thanks for the call Jason. Have a good night. Yeah, I mean that's obviously we talked a lot about that on Thursday after the Bucks clinched the uh, best record in the NBA with the win over the Sixers uh in Philly for the record. Um just a lot of went down memory lane quite a bit. Sparky and I have been kind of doing this show. Um I've been here for darn near 5 years now and we've been pretty much doing that show. I've done a lot of them with him and some of those lean years, it's pretty incredible to think how far we've come to have a player like Giannis who can just, I mean, literally get wherever he wants on the court and and, and do whatever he wants. Bucks win 115-107, their 60th win of the year. Asking you guys, 414-799, Facebook, Twitter, the whole deal, what 60 wins means to you, if it's important, if it if it doesn't matter. And Sports Flash from Sam Schmitz, and also we'll uh, get you a drive of the game. We'll f- look ahead to Wednesday's game. We'll hear from Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel. Follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Velasquez. We'll get his thoughts on 60 wins, maybe hopefully get an injury uh, update on some of these guys as we inch and creep and crawl and, and drag our way to the postseason. Bucks win their 60th game tonight. More next on the fan. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go Drive of the Game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 1057 FM, the fan. One fifteen, one oh seven. Your final Bucks get the win. Their sixtieth of the year over the Atlanta Hawks down at Fiserv Forum tonight. Nice way to bounce back after yesterday's loss. That early start time on Saturday to the Nets. The Nets won also today. They clinch a playoff berth, so they will for sure be in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Not terribly worried about Brooklyn, but. I do kind of agree with the overall sentiment on them that they're going to be a pain in the bum for any higher seed that they face. They're still a year or two away and probably a star or two away from really being a significant factor in the Eastern Conference, but definitely aren't going to be, wouldn't be very much fun to see them in the post in the postseason. No question about it. If the playoffs started today, which they do not, they start on Saturday or Sunday. We'll see which, which day the Bucks end up playing. The Bucks would be taking on Detroit, who lost today to the Hornets at home. So, um, yeah, Detroit would be a very, very favorable matchup for the Milwaukee Bucks. Time to get to the drive of the game here and win number 64, the Bucks. Giannis Dedekumbo had 30 points tonight in 25 minutes, and here's two very loud points for the Greek Freak. I just think it turned at the drop of a hat. 
it can. Where's my hat? Oh, I dropped it. He dropped the hat, all right, and has a, a he, free one. He, he dropped the hammer. It's a hat dropped and a hammer dropped. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, Jim Paschke, Marcus Johnson on the call there. Again, on Fox Sports Wisconsin, Giannis with a Euro step, dunks all over Alex Len. Len was, you know, a problem for the Bucks tonight, and I, I don't know if that was part of it. Len seemed to be a little bit motivated by that play, but Giannis showing why he is the MVP of the 2018-19 season. A season with just one game left in the regular season. You hate to see it end, but I think most of us, are ready for the Bucks to go to the postseason and, and, and keep this thing moving and, and see how far they can get. Because I think the sky is pretty much the limit for this team. And, you know, it wasn't pretty tonight, sloppy, pretty poor defense, I guess, overall. I mean, the Hawks only did shoot under 40%, but they made a lot of threes today. Uh, nearly half their shots made were three-pointers. They made 40 from the floor, 17 were from beyond the arc tonight. Uh, but the Bucks do win 115-107, asking you guys what 60 wins means to you at 414-799-1250. Uh, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. We do have some reaction coming in on Twitter. Uh, Whiskey Sports tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan locking up home court was bigger than the amount of wins it took. Let's go get 16 more wins. And, yes, that's what it would take to win the NBA Finals, 16 more wins. And we do know that the first two games of every series, um, and hopefully the last two, well, actually, well, we'll see. We'll be at Pfizer Forum uh, this year with the Bucks clinching home court advantage. Chris tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan. Wow. He'll be 100. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, not very positive from Chris. It means that, no, I'm not listening, but when I can call in, I'll be 100 when the Bucks win the championship. Huh. All right. I'm, I'm not too sure what that means. Uh, Fire Baby Tausch. Uh-oh. Still don't understand why Giannis is playing more than 10 minutes in these games, everything is locked up. Let's, let's make sure the ankle isn't. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, sir. I just, I, I've i been kind of saying since the All-Star break, I, I would like to see the team stay somewhat in rhythm as we head to the to the postseason. So um, I, I think I'm perfectly fine with him playing 20 minutes, and I think he played a little bit longer than they wanted to. Uh, but they wanted to get that 60th win, and like I said, Co- Coach Bud, who we'll hear from coming up uh, here in just a minute or two on the show. He probably wanted to get 60 against his old team. I don't think there's any animosity towards the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, he's the one who left. There was a quote-unquote mutual parting of ways. Um, he bolted for, for greener pastures, so to speak, after not really wanting to uh, embark on a, on a tumultuous rebuild that the Hawks have embarked on. Just 29 wins on the season with a, a game left for them as well. Um, so, you know... Bucks win 60, and it had to be sweeter for him against uh, his former his former club. Let's go and get you the X Factor of the game. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. X-Factor of the game and a Bucks 115-107 win over the Hawks. I'm going to say holding them again to under 40%. The opponent to under 40% shooting the Hawks. 40 of 101 from the floor. That's 39.6%. Pretty good overall shooting percentage and, and to hold an opponent to. And also just 52% from the line. While Alex Len killed you all over the place, he could not buy a free throw. Just one of seven 
from the line. So Hawks certainly struggle to shoot free throws and overall from the floor uh, under 40%, which is kind of a magic number. The Bucks shoot 44%, and the Bucks are really good, really, really good when they shoot over 40%, which I don't think is too much to ask. So that, that gives you a... Gives you an idea as to how just how good this team is. As Giannis, especially, 8 of 12 from the free throw line. For him, he had 30 points in 25 minutes, uh, did the Greek freak. So, um, certainly a uh, another MVP caliber performance out of him. And it's always great to see uh, as, that, uh, as that unfolds. Chris Middleton, 2 of 8 from 3. He had 21 points to kind of be this Bucks' second best player tonight. Eric Bledsoe, a little bit of a no-show tonight. 0 of 5 from, the, from 3. And 4 of 10 from the floor. Didn't shoot a free throw. That's kind of odd to see. At 33 yesterday, just 8 today on the back-to-back. So um, definitely a, uh, a, a somewhat lackluster performance for Bledsoe. But obviously, for the most part, everybody's coming through uh, healthy here. So that's the way we would, would like to keep it. Except for Miritich and Snell and some of the longer-term guys. We don't know what's up with Tony Snell, which is... I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, to see what... Uh, what might be wrong with him and, and, and when he's going to be back. So, um, yeah, hopefully Matt Velasquez can give us, give us that information. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. Yeah, the injury report, again, no... Tony Snell tonight with a sprained left ankle. Miritich still hurt. Nikola Miritich still hurt with his with his broken thumb. So, you know, not a good sign for him considering it was supposed to be a... Uh, they were very optimistic sounding at least at first with him. And again, there's no, there's no point in really rushing uh, anyone back. Malcolm Brogdon, of course, out with the foot. Did notice on some Bucks social media platform, I think yesterday... He was walking without any any assistance, so uh, that's good to see. Pau Gasol has been out since March 23rd. He was expected to miss a month, so probably won't see much of him here in the postseason, unfortunately. And um, but his presence will be felt on the bench, so that's that's where he uh, he can be and, and make his impact. Certainly, as a veteran leader and a sort of a coach on the bench. Sort of a, a buffer, if you will. You know how Aaron Rodgers has one of those things. You know they they would like to get the the nice guy offensive coordinator, especially with him and Mike McCarthy and all that. Kind of one of those things, maybe a little bit. If Coach Bud's having a night where he's irritated, everybody's making him mad. Maybe maybe Powell can be that guy to uh, sort of be the buffer there uh, for this younger Milwaukee Bucks team um, going forward here in the postseason. So yeah, Pat Connaughton also tonight rolled his ankle as well. The ankle problem. Uh, made it made its way over to, to Planet Pat. He rolled his ankle, did go to the locker room, but would come back. So uh, good to see Pat Connaughton get back out there. He did, he played 24 minutes tonight as well. Time now to go down to serve Forum and check in with Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer here on The Fan. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks winners tonight, 115-107.
their 60th victory of the year. They're 60 and 21 on the season, just one game left. Head coach Mike Budenholzer met with reporters after this one to give his thoughts, and here is what he had to say. Uh, just really proud of the guys. You know, I think um, we don't talk about it as coaches, and it's not something that's, uh, you know, we put on the board. But to have a season like they've had and to find a way to win today and to get to 60, um, you know, it's uh, it's an accomplishment. It's It just stakes. It, it states kind of their consistency, their effort, their commitment. Um, you know, now uh, we got a couple days without a game, one more, and then, you know, we'll be uh, thinking about the playoffs. Yeah, were you able to basically follow the, the script that you wanted in terms of limiting guys to minutes and keeping guys on more of an equal playing field in terms of playing time? Yeah, very, very close. I mean, it's almost exactly kind of, uh, you know, what we wanted. Guys stepped up. So, you know, to get a win and, and to keep Giannis at 25 and Chris at 25 and Bled and all these guys. So, um, you know, it was, it was a good effort. Uh, Sterling, again, has 10 points, been in double digits now, six games in a row. I, I, I know you're probably hoping that you get some bodies back in the playoffs, but it's just another guy, I guess, that's going to make uh, some difficult decisions for you, I guess, and when the playoffs come around. Oh, yeah, I mean, Sterling's, you know, he's been playing great. He's... Uh, He's going to be playing when the playoffs come around. Um, you know, I think we're going to need a lot of bodies. You know, different things happen, but uh, he's earned everybody's trust, my trust, his teammates. Um, you know, he's he's in a very good place. Yeah, I guess what does it say about Giannis and Chris that game gets close, probably a little bit closer than you want, and then they just come in and say, we're going to shut it down? Yeah, no, I mean, it's great for them to close it. You know, Chris has a knack for hitting those big shots, and, you know, it's, it's great for Giannis to see a three go down, um, you know, to kind of finish the night. And, um, you know, so let's, you know, those two guys are special, and, um, yeah, it makes a big difference. But I, I know you're not a big uh, celebrator, but how do you balance, I mean, acknowledging the accomplishments that this team is has made and you know a 60 win when you're still you have goals to achieve what's the the balance between celebrating and not getting too high or too low yeah probably just trying to to enjoy it a little bit more um i think having been through some you know different things different places um just makes me, I think, appreciate the group and what they did and what they accomplished. And certainly we have a lot more ahead of us, a lot bigger goals. Um, but for that group to, uh, you know, to enjoy tonight, to celebrate it a little bit, um, not a lot of people get to participate on a team that, you know, can win 60 in a season. So um, it's, it's, it's down our list of priorities, but it's certainly something to, to be enjoyed. You're now in rare company with guys like you know Pat Riley and uh, you know Mike D'Antoni of guys who've won 60 games with multiple franchises. What have you learned from the last time that you can apply now moving forward? Probably to enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean every time it's different, and um, certainly just appreciative of the players. I mean it's ironic that it was Atlanta. Um, you know those guys that were on that team, and then tonight. Um, you know, this group is their work ethic from the start of really in the summertime all the way through their focus, their effort, um, just to enjoy that kind of uh, togetherness and, and commitment to uh, everything we're doing on both ends. I'm very lucky. In game 81, when you see Giannis doing the chase down blocks and dunking on guys and, and kind of getting in people's faces, just what, what goes through your mind when, when you see him doing things like that at this point in the season? Yeah, I think 
goodness, for two days off sometimes, you know, that's a nice thing. I mean, he, he's done it, you know, all year. He's just, uh, he's a special player. The chase down block was just, I mean, I don't know who else can do that. Um, and, you know, then everything else he does offensively, and now he's making threes and just everything. Um, you know, great, great 24, 25 minutes from him. We know you can do that. Listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. Your Screaming Sicilian play of the game in a Bucks 115 80 or uh, 107. Excuse me, I wish it was 87, but. The Bucks could not seem to put the Hawks away, led by Alex Len, who had a career-high 33 points for Atlanta tonight. But Giannis had not a career-high, but 30 in just 25 minutes, and none bigger than these three as this one pretty much sealed the deal down at Pfizer Forum. Let's go. Yeah, that one made it, well, first of all, that highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, that one made it 110-98 and pretty much put the game out of reach as the Hawks did what they could to hang in there, but the Bucks ultimately would pull away, finally hit a couple of threes down the stretch there after an ugly shooting day, did just enough to eke out the victory tonight, 115-107, their 60th of the season, incredible. Just one game left in this regular season for the Milwaukee Bucks. The postseason starts this weekend. We will hear from Chris Middleton coming up on the other side of the break, also our Milwaukee basketball insider Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel coming up next on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes postgame show. Mayor Mitchin for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Bucks win 115-107. to 107. Hey, Bucks fans. Let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at 835 during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show here on The Fan. Mayor Mitch and for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer tonight. Bucks win 115-107. And the Chili's MVB. The first person to call in tomorrow morning about 835 on Chuck and Winkler to correctly, the first person to correctly identify this person I'm about to give you will win free food from Chili's tomorrow morning. Got to go Giannis Dedekumbo as you probably could almost every game, but I don't see there's any way the Bucks win this game without him. 30 points in 25 minutes. Obviously, you just heard the highlight there, the screaming play of the game. Giannis's big three to seal it late. He is your Chili's MVB in a Bucks 115-107. Victory, let's talk with Matt Velasquez. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now to hit the Great Midwest Bank hotline and talk with our Milwaukee Pro Hoops insider, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Velasquez. Matt, thanks for a couple of minutes tonight. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Bucks get their 60th win of the season. Does the 60th win mean anything significant to you as a as a Bucks? Uh, I mean, you're on the team every day. I mean, did it mean anything to them? Would you? I guess is a better question. 
Yeah, that's a better question for sure. I think it, I think it does. I think, uh, you know, Mike Budenholz has talked about it. Obviously, he's been uh, at the helm of a 60-win team before. Uh, something, you know, kind of rare in coaching to take two different teams with 60 wins. Um, he said he, he needs to learn to enjoy a little bit more. He's not one to really celebrate in season, but he talked about that. You know, Chris Middleton uh, talked about, you know, enjoying it maybe a little bit tonight, a little bit Wednesday night, uh, enjoying the, the season that they've had, but then keeping the focus towards the playoffs. And, and Giannis mentioned, you know, his first year here, and they had 15 wins. Now they have four times that. And it's special. It's something he's going to tell his kids about. Um, but, again, his focus still remains on, on the bigger picture. But it's still a, a feat uh, that they appreciate and they've, they've enjoyed the ride. Yeah, get, they get to the even 60. And uh, Mike Budenholzer, as you touched on, did it in Atlanta. There's there's something, you know, radio guy about me where it's just like, you know, the Hawks won 60 games with, with Coach Bud. And, you know, now the, if the Bucks finish right at 60, I feel like the comparisons are going to even, you know, a team that I guess that, that Hawks team – I don't know if they underachieved. They just ran into LeBron James in the postseason, which, of course, back then was, you know, the coup de gras for any team pretty much that didn't have LeBron James. But I think if if there's if the Bucks sit at sixty, it's just one of those things that just kind of bugs me because it's like something that, you know, the Colin Cowards of the world can can cling to and be like, well, the Hawks that back then won sixty games, and now now the Bucks were at sixty. I know it's silly, but it's just something that uh, sticks in my head. So I'd like to see sixty-one, but you know, at this point, the Bucks are probably going to be resting. I would think everybody on Wednesday, right? Uh, I would think that that could be the case. Um, at the very least, it'll look like today, where everybody yep. plays under 25 minutes, pretty much. I think Sterling Brown was the only one who played more than 25, and he was at 27 and a half or so. Um, you know, but I think when, when you look at comparing this Bucks team to that Hawks team, you know, it's it's something that I mean, and if the Bucks make the Eastern Conference Finals like that Hawks team did, um, that'd be a heck of a season for for this team. Obviously, they have higher aspirations and higher goals. Um, but if, if you could say, hey, they're going to be like that Hawks team to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think most Bucks fans would, would say, sign me up, and, and we'll see you know, where the chips fall when that happens. Yeah, yeah, um, get, because, get, you know, get because they have a, a better player than the Hawks had uh, you know, during that season. Yes. They, they have the prospective MVP in Giannis Zetokounmpo, uh, and then you know, knock on wood for them, like they would want to be healthier than the Hawks team. You know, Paul Millsap had an injury; they were they were kind of running on fumes uh, when they ran into LeBron James, and and you know, obviously the rest is history. Uh, but if the Bucks can get there, you know that that's that's where you want to be. If you're on the road to a championship or competing for a championship, you got to get through the Eastern Conference Finals first. Yep, and then you you do have to stay healthy. So I've I've been curious. Have you heard anything about Tony Snell? Is he day to day, or what's the deal with him? Uh, no, no major updates. I saw him working out a lot um, with the training staff um, during the uh, the recent three game trip. Uh, he's, he's he's checking all the boxes, doing what he's supposed to do. Obviously, he turned that that ankle really bad yeah. uh, against the, the Cavaliers just a few weeks back. Um, you know, but, but the biggest thing is that they're not going to rush those guys. You know, they're going to um, wait until they're fully healthy, whether that's before the playoffs, whether they can play Wednesday or not, whether they can get onto the court, you know, for practices or whatever uh, before the playoffs start, or if it's, you know, as or after the playoffs start. I mean, they're not going to rush. Uh, they're still happy with their depth. You know, Sterling Brown has scored in double figures, like six straight games, and has, you know, got a lot of praise from, Bucks, from Bud post game. Um, so they, they have uh, you know, a bunch of guys, a bunch of depth that they can use, and if that's the case in the first round. But you know they're they're still hoping to get Miritich and Snell back as soon as possible. Yeah, no question about it. And they might not need them. I mean, it looks like Detroit has snuck into the eight, has kind of backed into the eight seed. Here they've lost a couple of games in a row. They they look to be the Bucks' first round opponent. And I they, you know, it's tough to beat a team what eight times in a season. But at the same time, you know, 
with with the season sweep, I think the Pistons are about as ideal of a first round matchup as it gets for the Bucks. And and Pat Connaughton's okay too. I know he also turned his ankle tonight and he left, but it came back and he looked okay for the most part. There was nothing nothing about that after the game tonight as well for him. No, n- nothing uh, nothing I heard of. It, you know, he seemed to be in good spirits and available after the game. It wasn't you know hobbling like like Giannis has been in the past mm-hmm. or Tony Snell you know having to roll his way into the shower uh, on his chair. Uh, and nothing like that. He he seemed like he was pretty stable, pretty steady. Now the Bucks got a couple days to rest before uh, playing OKC. How did the Bucks start the playoffs on Saturday? Matt, thanks for a couple of minutes tonight, and we will catch up on, on Wednesday night, okay? All right, thanks for having me. All right, you bet. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Bucks beat writer over there. Follow him on Twitter, at Matt underscore Velasquez. You can check out his work at jsonline.com, as well as in the actual Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. Chris Middleton had 21 points tonight and did catch up with Katie George of Fox Sports Wisconsin immediately following the game. The Bucks get their 60th win of the season. Let's hear what he had to say. It's obviously been a very special season so far. Tonight marks the 60th win of the season, which hasn't happened here since 1981. What does that mean to you to be a member on a team that has 60 wins? Oh, it's a great feeling. Um, we've had a great season so far. We've got one more game here on Wednesday to close it out, but um, it's just a regular season. We want to keep going. We're going to get further in the playoffs, so hopefully these wins can keep piling up for us. Now, it was a three-point game before you hit back-to-back clutch threes to take over that game in the end of it. How important is it going into the playoffs to kind of be in these games where they do go down to the wire and they're tight situations where you have to find ways to win? Definitely. I mean, uh, every, every playoff game is a battle. It comes down to the couple last couple of possessions. So uh, to be in close games, the last couple of games, to find ways to win and execute down the stretch and also get stops is huge for us. Uh, we could take that, learn from it, um, and film, and take it in the playoffs. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. Bucks win tonight. Go to 60 and 21 on the year. Get their 60th win. That milestone. They hit another one this year. Giannis also has a milestone. He finished just six points shy of the 2,000 points mark for the season. He needed 36 tonight. He got 30 in 25 minutes. We'll see if he plays on Wednesday or not, if he can hit that 2,000-point threshold. That would be pretty sweet as well. The Thunder come to town Wednesday. They're coming off a win today. They're 47-33. and 33. They beat the Timberwolves, the depleted Minnesota Timberwolves. They beat them 132-126. The Thunder overall... If you've watched any of their games, they're not playing as good a defense as they were playing, say, the last time the Bucks faced them in Oklahoma City when they were a defensive juggernaut. Their defense has kind of come back down to earth a little bit. They they look vulnerable. They've dropped to the eighth seed, but they, you know, with the way the West is, they can um, bounce back up to fifth or sixth 
uh, two with a victory. So we'll see. That's a very tight Western Conference. So they are going to have a lot to play for. The Bucks, obviously, a relatively meaningless game. It's uh, interconference, and you know, just trying to get to the postseason healthy at this point, uh, or as healthy as can be, because there's just one game left. The Bucks start the postseason on Saturday or Sunday. We'll find out when. Coming up here, probably after that game against Oklahoma City on Wednesday, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Sam Schmitz, Duck Dynasty on the other side of the glass, producing the show. Thanks to intern Mother Plucker down at the Pfizer Forum, getting us all the sound and taking care of that stuff. And we uh, will talk to you Wednesday. Bucks win tonight, 115-107, number 60. Mayor Mitchin for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer tonight. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll talk to you after the game on Wednesday. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.